This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com. Coming to you from Bud Walton Arena once again, where the Arkansas Razorbacks knocked off the Kentucky Wildcats, number six Kentucky, 75 to 73 in just an incredible game. It, it feels like maybe I'm picking and choosing my times to do these live reaction videos. I promise I'm not. I wanted to do them for all the big home games. As it turns out, Arkansas just continues to win them. They continue to find a way. Listen, this was wild. I was at the Auburn game. I was at the Tennessee game. But this atmosphere today against Kentucky takes the cake. It was the best environment that I've been in. Unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> it was, I, I text this to Danny West and the guys, it was uncomfortably loud at times. Deafening at times. The stripe out I thought was awesome. Shark and saw, cool, I love it. Uh, just really a fantastic day at, at Bud Walton Arena an absolute battle between two elite teams. I mean, what can you say? Arkansas and Kentucky are both the real deal. Eric Musselman said it after the game, Kentucky is a team that could win a national championship. He stopped short of saying Arkansas could do it, but he believes that you can tell, and they've proven that with some of these wins they've been able to collect over what's really an incredible run now, 13 of 14 here down the stretch of the season, and they're in the part of the schedule where people thought they'd take some losses. They were supposed to stack their wins early and maybe take a few on the chin late. It's been the opposite of that. They hit their bumps in the road over the holidays. They lost five of six, 0-3 against a favorable schedule to start SEC play. And now here they are, 23-6, and 12-4 in the SEC in second place. And, and as I walked up here to record this video, Tennessee was getting ready to knock off Auburn. And if that score held, then you're looking at the possibility for Arkansas to be just one game out of first place in the SEC standings with one week left to go in the regular season. It's incredible. At any rate, they locked up that double bye top four seed. They won't have to play until Friday when they go down to Tampa for the SEC tournament. Fantastic game. Uh, you know, I, I thought, I, I usually, like I said, I write my five takeaways. Uh, for these games, I like to just give them to you. I'll, I'll go off the cuff a little bit. So my five-ish, you know, maybe more, maybe less. We'll see where we get here. Uh, takeaways from this win, you know, one, I thought it was a fantastic start by the Hogs. They really fed off of the energy in the building. Helped them build up a big lead. Got up, I think, up by as many as 13 in the first half. It forced Calipari's hand. He didn't start Xavier Wheeler and Ty Ty Washington, the two guards that were questionable, but they were available. He had to get them in there pretty quick with a timeout. And I also think it was important because it kind of set Arkansas up to be able to weather a storm that you knew was going to come. Basketball is a game of runs. Good teams make runs. You kind of had a hunch, even when Arkansas was up by a dozen or so in the first half, that Kentucky was eventually going to settle in and make a run at it. And they did. But because Arkansas put the heat on them early, kind of allowed them to weather that storm and have some gas left in the tank down the stretch when they needed it. 
you know, <laughs> Oscar Shibway is a beast. Absolute monster. 30 points, 18 rebounds for Kentucky. Uh, he's your national player of the year, in my opinion. I haven't seen a guy like him in person. And when you're that skilled and that physical and that strong, and you're literally allowed to do whatever the hell you want, uh, that's a pretty dangerous combination. Uh, he gets away with a lot of over the backs, um, camps out in the lane for long periods of time, but he's also extremely effective. And I, I thought he was incredible. You know, he had put back after put back. I think he had eight offensive rebounds uh, over the course of the game. So he really played well. Uh, you know, Arkansas tried to double him at times, uh, and he was very good at being patient with that. He hit a cutter for a layup. They started to dig down from the guy who would enter the pass into him. Uh, usually that was Wheeler. He started heating up and hitting a couple threes when Shebae would kick it out to him. Eventually they just said, hey, we're, we're going to leave Jalen Williams or Kamani Johnson or whoever on an island, guard him one-on-one -on -one and do your best. And Arkansas was able to overcome it, uh, but it wasn't for a lack of effort from Shebae. Uh, the guy's a beast. He deserves some credit. I thought it was a sneaky good game offensively for Arkansas. They shot 48% from the field. Kentucky's a really good defensive team. Uh, I, I thought for the most part they took good shots. As, obviously had some big individual performances that we'll talk about in a minute. Uh, and I also think it was important that, you know, I, what Arkansas hit five threes, but they eventually started to make their way to the free throw line, knocked them down when they counted, I think 13 to 17. Uh, listen, you know, Devo got to the line twice there at the end, he split a pair both times, but it increased the lead both times uh, out to two possessions, which is really important. Uh, so a nice job there by the Razorbacks. Uh, 12 turnovers, they really came in spurts there towards the end of the first half, uh, an early period in the second half, but other than that, they were pretty strong uh, with the basketball and, and dished out 14 assists. I think it was a little bit of an underrated game defensively. You know, Arkansas has been holding teams under 40% from the field. Uh, we've seen a lot of that lately. Kentucky shot, what, 40? 5.5. A lot of that Sheebway, man. I mean, he was 13 to 21 or, or whatever from the field. Uh, outside of that, Arkansas did a pretty good job of limiting other guys, uh, really making them work. Wheeler had a decent game. Keon Brooks had a decent game, but it wasn't enough to get him past the Hogs. Some of these individual performances, I mean, J.D. Note, he kind of put Arkansas on his back for long stretches of time. 30 points, eight assists. I think he finished with five or six turnovers. That's a little too many, but the ball was in his hands at all times. He hit some huge shots, and it was in an array of ways. He knocked down some of those big threes. He was physical, driving it at Wheeler, uh, finishing around the basket. He had a post-up score. He turned the corner off of a ball screen one time and hammered a dunk. Was that the first dunk of the season for Note? It surprised me. I, I think it might have been. I'm going to have to go back and look. Whatever, you love to see it. You know, Jalen Williams, sick. You could tell that he was fatigued throughout the course of the game. Part of that's because he's, he's going up against a guy like Shibway. That's tough, that'll wear you out, right? But you added to that that he was sick. It turns out he was throwing up in the locker room at halftime. They didn't know how much energy they were gonna have out of him, especially in the second half. Uh, you know, he had a tough defensive assignment. He was doing great on the boards. I think he started out about one of eight or so from the field. But he made some big plays down the stretch, some and ones, knocked down mid-range jumpers. He was clutch at the free throw line again. And all of a sudden, you look up at the end of the game, and he finishes with 16 and 12, another double-double. I mean, can't say enough about the effort he put in tonight. 
uh, made some major plays. Stanley Amude had 13 and 6. He hit some absolutely huge three-pointers. He hasn't been shooting well in Bud Walton Arena. He kind of reversed course on that uh, today. Again, you love to see it. Great job by Stanley Amude. I thought there were some unsung heroes in this game. You, know, you look at Audi's Tony stat line. He finishes with four points, two rebounds. Okay, whatever. He was so big for this team on the defensive end of the floor. Uh, spent a lot of time guarding Ty Ty Washington. Really made him work. Spent a majority of his time, though, on Kellen Grady, who's one of the best premier shooters in the country, not just the SEC. This guy with over 80 made three-pointers, shooting 45% uh, from beyond the arc on the season, and he made one shot and only got three off in this game. So taking his scoring out uh, allows you to absorb the blow that comes with a guy like Oscar Sheboy having a big game. Great defensive effort by Aldis Tony. Trey Wade, I thought did a really nice job of getting Arkansas started, right? When the Hogs built up that lead, that double-digit lead early in the game, uh, Wade had a couple big dunks. He, he went up and hammered one over the top of Ty Ty Washington. It almost brought the roof off of Bud Walton Arena. A little bit later, right after a timeout, he came back and hammered one, got the foul. It was a, an and one dunk, essentially a three-point play. So that really kind of sparked Arkansas early. Uh, we talked about Williams being a little sick, a little under the weather. Kamani Johnson comes in. He only plays eight minutes, but he brought so much physicality and energy. Uh, he made an impact when he was on the floor. He had a nice, somebody dropped one off to him. He finished a layup, but his biggest play uh, was coming up with a steal under Arkansas's own basket. Came up with a steal, found Stanley Mude for a kick out, go ahead three. It was a massive, massive play. Uh, and he, you know, he made Sheboy work in there. He drew, he picked up a foul on him. Uh, great job. Great job by those guys. Just another tough, gritty win for this Razorback team. They continue to find ways to get it done. Uh, another quad one win. They're 4-0 now against teams that were ranked when they played them. If you think about Auburn, Tennessee, and Kentucky, and then the LSU game on the road, LSU was highly ranked at the time. Again, 23-6, 12-4 in the SEC, second place. We weren't thinking about that in mid-January. Quite the turnaround. They're number 18 in the AP poll right now. Uh, you pick up a road win at Florida, and then you knock off Kentucky, you're getting ready to take quite the leap up the polls. People, if you're not taking notice, what do you do? You're not watching. You're not paying attention. It's, I don't know if this is true or not, but I had a few people text me and say Joe Lenardi updated his seed list or something after the game and made sure to go out of his way and mention that Kentucky's not going to drop for losing to Arkansas, but I guess he still has Arkansas uh, as a six seed. Are you drunk? I, I mean, come on, brother. I respect what you do, but a six seed, after everything they've done so far, if that's the case, fine, but I feel really bad for whoever the 11 seed is across from them. This team's been playing fantastic. Two games left to go. Home against LSU Wednesday night. That'll be senior night. And then on the road for the rematch against Tennessee. And then, again, winning, it's, it, it's contagious. It leads to other things. It, it builds on itself. Right? So you already think about you know, what Arkansas did last year with the Elite Eight run. And it allowed them to assemble this team that's doing what it's doing this year. And then you've got the 2022 signing class, okay, which is at five for now, number two ranked group in the country. And you start thinking ahead to the class of 2023. How are you going to be able to maintain this? If you create a monster, you've got to feed it, right? Well, and what was one of the most fantastic 
atmospheres and environments that you're ever going to see. Arkansas had some key 2023 prospects in today. Layden Blocker, 6'2 point guard, four-star, top 40 guy, in-state player. He was in the building taking it all in. Another four-star, 6'10. You like that? Arkansas might need a little more length, a little more athleticism. Uh, Asain Diop, top 40 guy out of Colorado from the Senegal. He was in the building. The number one center, number seven overall player in the class of 2023, 6'10 Bayfall. He was in the building. I have to imagine that they were pretty impressed with what they saw. It was huge for Arkansas to get guys like that on campus for games. You continue to build off of it through the course of the summer, get them back for official visits and see what happens. But at the end of the day, you can't ask for anything better. If you're a fan, if you're a player, a coach, a recruit, what more do you want? The Razorbacks are rolling right now. It's been Curtis Wilkerson with Hog Sports. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Another exciting one here from Bud Walton Arena. We'll catch up with you next time. You ready for this? Yeah. If is the most original and heartfelt movie in years. Magic like this comes around once in a lifetime. This Friday, experience it with your whole family. Can we do it again? If ready PG.